Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. It is Jackie and Aaron, and we are here. I said your name kind of weird. I said Aaron instead of Aaron, but I feel like that's controversial of how to like pronounce your name. Yeah, I say Aaron, but like I don't really care how people say my name. That's fine. Because you know what's weird? Nobody calls me Aaron. <laughs> Nobody says that. Everybody calls me not or doesn't use my name. I feel like, but I guess maybe you use my name a little bit, but people don't really use my name that much. Yeah, I feel like that's most people don't call other people by their names, you know? Yeah. Anyways, okay, sorry. sorry that we got on Redo. a little tangent. <laughs> it's Jackie <laughs> and Erin. I just think it's important to just be distinguishing between Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, which is a totally different name. Anyway, and we have yes. a special guest today, <laughs> our good friend slash viral TikToker, Connor McGrath. <laughs> And he's here to give us his feedback on The Bachelor. Connor, how many episodes of The Bachelor have you ever watched in your life? I think probably like, I think six, maybe. I watched watched the first, I watched the first two episodes of this season. So like, I, I, I knew the cast of characters and then I kind of stopped watching and um now i'm watching this episode again why did you stop watching mm. <laughs> um, say it. <laughs> i don't know i mean uh, i i've never really been a bachelor fan um it's never been one of my shows that i watch um but i am a, in i do love reality tv so i i always know what's going on in the bachelor franchise like i observe the online discourse even right. if i'm not watching so my opinions are still valid on this episode. No, they're definitely valid. It's always good to get... I feel like me and Erin, not only, not only do we watch the show so much, but we talk about it so much that sometimes I'm like, I kind of know like what we're going to say about it before we even have the conversation. So it's always good to get an outsider's perspective. Outsider perspective, yeah. And I also, I obviously listen to the pod, so I am aware of what's been going on this season. Do you know everything that you need to know, really, if you listen to this podcast? I, I, I think I, yeah. Know I our think opinion. I, yeah, I think I'm well-versed in this season. <laughs> I will say overall, so Connor, Connor's on the West Coast, so we Zoomed so he could see it yeah. on East Coast time. And we tried really hard not to talk about it at all, but just watching his facial expressions throughout <laughs> the episode was just amazing. I wish I had that in the corner of my screen every episode. Can you give, yeah. like, an in-depth... Uh, explanation of what Connor's facial expressions looked like to the okay, listeners. So I'll just start with the the show opens up. We get like the little preview of what's to come on the episode. He's watching. He's like, okay, okay. Then the airplane shows up. His jaw drops. <laughs> he's shocked <laughs> by the airplane, the skydiving, the skydiving in- injury. It's just his facial expression became more and more shocked and horrified. I mean, how could I not? It was, they really tried to build it up like it. this was going to be in emergency. And in classic Bachelor fashion, nothing happened. That was <laughs> so classic. I at least thought someone was going to be hurt. I, like, we didn't even get an ambulance. We didn't even get I, sirens, nothing. I know, no ambulance on the scene. It's like, come on. Not even a nice pack, just some grass in the mouth. Yeah, not to jump ahead, but she said it when she was like, oh, I put a bunch of makeup on, but I am bruised underneath. I'm like, 
don't know if that's true. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing too, but I don't know enough about makeup to know what it can can and cannot do. But I was like, what makeup is that? Like, please let us know because that is some heavy coverage if you're literally covering up bruises. Because you didn't even see a little bit of anything. I don't know. I mean, she she did look like she probably got hurt though. Like that looks pretty painful. For sure, yeah. It did, okay. it did look like a hard I have a lot. I have a lot to say about that whole day. I figured we would go in order, so I look forward okay, to yeah. expressing yeah, my I'm, opinions. I'm sorry. I'm never sorry. apologize. I'm never apologize. Ever. Okay, <laughs> so we made it to hometowns, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not really – stop calling them hometowns because nobody's going home. Right. You're just flying random family members <laughs> to this resort to spend time with them for five minutes. Well, and my thing, too, was, like, did they – What were these things they were in? In what? What were – are they – was that part of the resort? Or are they like in random Airbnb? No, they're at the Nima Colon, which is a resort uh, in Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. And it's nicer than La Quinta. Way nicer. Yeah. <laughs> My thing though is like they, so when the family members come in, are they quarantining for two weeks? That's what I had. And in which case, out. are they, did they already know who was going to get a hometown date? two weeks beforehand when there were still like 10 girls left that's my question i truly believe that the bachelor flew out what like the family members of whatever girls were in the top five or six and made them really? stay there for two weeks and then flew them back home yes oh my god they're absolutely savages why would they not oh my gosh i was gonna say it's so wild that they had to quarantine for two weeks for like seven minutes of airtime but some yeah. people got sent right home maybe yeah with zero airtime it's suspicious yeah. the whole thing i think that they picked the final four ahead of time but i have no evidence to back that up it's just like what i think i think there's no way they're gonna bring in definitely a possibility parents and then just fly. i don't know i feel like we would maybe hear more about that in like the reality steve world or on reddit or like someone would be talking about that if that's what they were doing right i don't know i would love to know more anybody want to tell us give us the deets because we want to know let's just jump right in um michelle hometown before we actually i said let's jump right in but i have something to say first which is that i thought this episode was very boring i did too and i only care at this point about michelle and rachel unfortunately and then as soon as like that happened i feel like serena and brie i was like this is boring Wait, is Brie not the one everyone loves? I Brie was my favorite. I know nothing about Brie. That's the thing. It's like I'm sure Brie's like fine and great, but I feel like this whole season has not focused on Matt's relationships at all. So I don't know anything about Brie. So and that's unfortunate, but I'm not emotionally invested in it at all. But wow. so you love Brie. <laughs> so like <laughs> you're <laughs> I well from what I watch, well, I don't know anything about any of them at all. So yeah. From my standpoint, Brie was the one. Um, she just was the cutest, in my opinion. Not that that matters, but um, yeah, she was my favorite. I mean, and she, also, I, think, I think her I date like was her. the most. Yeah, I also think her um, her date was the most normal. Like what? The, what the, even? Like, okay, actually, what there. even was her date again? She didn't do the Canada thing. The Jeep. They were cheap. They were yeah. in a Jeep and they went off-roading in the mud and then they went like, to a field and like had a picnic. Okay, let's talk about Brie's date first then. Let's do Brie first. Sorry, I keep jumping around. No, I love it. This is the chaotic energy that we like on this podcast. Nowhere else in our lives, but this podcast, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I thought her date was, I thought her date was like the most, well, like if it's a hometown date, it's like, yeah, we're in a car and a field and you get out and you sit in that field and that's a date in your home. 
See, but I that told me nothing about what like, her hometown is. No. Like, what what town is she from? I don't know. And what, Rachel's hometown is they all jump out of planes? Like, what did that no, say about her hometown? Nothing, which doesn't make it a good hometown either. I, like, I Yeah, none know. of them really focused on their actual hometown, it seemed. Whereas on Tasha's season, the guys did seem to try to make it like, this is what we would do if we were at my hometown. But now it just kind of seems like, the girls planned a date. And I personally found Bree's date to be triggering because um, that off-roading experience was my experience driving home from work today and I had a panic attack. So they were laughing, but I was not laughing in the car, in the snow. Oh, that's serious. Yeah. Okay, but I also do love Michelle. That date was like, with the fence was like, well, I feel like Michelle's activity was the perfect, because what I was going to say before is that Serena did do something in her hometown and I thought it was also so boring like Canada is not a personality whereas like Michelle's was we at least got to see something about Michelle's life and we could see like what living with her would be like because it I thought that was like the perfect activity to do for a hometown okay what's what's your face for I I agree I love Serena's date no (laughs) Canada is not a personality people Oh my God. I, lo- I loved it from yeah she proved it is a personality the second she started thinking oh Canada as walked into the little like bar they had just hung these like dollar store Canada decorations around and then she had all of they had, she had a map she said figure out where I live on the map like it was amazing you know, and the poutine he did I was impressed with his geography because Canada is kind of confusing yeah. I will say that the poutine looked like it had been like sitting there for like two hours before they walked in and they were both like, this looks amazing. <laughs> Force themselves to eat it. I love poutine so much, so I will eat it. If it's old, I don't care. Wow. Is that also not disco fries though? Is that a thing? No. No, no. it has more cheese curds in it. Curds. Like, not just milk and cheese. That's the big thing for poutine is you got to have the curds. Yeah. I've never had There's it. actually really no melted there's really no melted, it's just cheese curd and then the gravy. I will say I their poutine had melted cheese on it. Interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. I, do, I am not Canadian officially. I do have a Canadian in my ancestry, but... Oh my God, one of my best friends in LA is Canadian. I should phone her in. Yeah. Ask her about the, ask her about the, the poutine thing. If, yeah, if melted Canada cheese involves. Yeah. I'm going to need a confirmation. I'm, I'm incapable of Googling it, so I'm going to need to hear it from the, the source. <laughs> wow, I think that's so funny. Look at us, Jackie. We had opposing opinions. Yeah, that was my favorite date. I don't know why. You know what it was? Because Matt on that date, I, I think part of this is because I don't really, this will probably be my hottest take of the night, but I don't really think he likes, you probably all agree. I don't really think he likes Serena that much, but he did seem to actually, be relaxed on that date and kind of like laughing and goofy and as I was watching him I was like this is the guy who made the church shootery TikToks <laughs> so that's why I liked the date because it reminded me of the TikToks and that's all I'll say about that this episode okay and that's your hottest I take. didn't <laughs> I don't know who knows what kind of stuff's gonna come out of my mouth you never know wait Connor what were you gonna say I I didn't pick up on that he was like relaxed on that day. I in the middle of it, I was like, oh, he he hates this girl. There's no <laughs> way she is she's staying any longer than this day. It was very clear after watching him with the rest of them. It was like this is clearly your least favorite. <laughs> and I was 
like, he's having the most fun on this date. I don't know why that was what I took away from it. I think you were just so swept up in the Canada fun. You the banners. The most fun. Yeah. That's what it was. The banners really got me. And I liked all the trivia questions because I was like trying to play along. So yeah. Okay. Do we want to go? I think it would make sense if we actually go in order now so that we can actually get okay. all of our, our thoughts. Okay. Michelle, Michelle's hometown. Everybody thoughts and concerns. I, like I said, I think Michelle's activity in the beginning was the perfect type of hometown date that you can have. Cause it shows kind of what life would be like with you. It shows what she's interested in. Um, so I really liked that. I thought it was nice. I thought it was really nice too with the kids. I thought, yeah, that is like a peek into her life and like her job. And although I was when he was talking to her family and was like, yeah, maybe I'll move to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you absolutely won't. Like, well, I, don't, I don't know about that. That's the one reason why I think he's not going to pick Michelle. Cause on paper she she's great. Like she's, if he actually wanted to like move to a place like Minnesota and have a wife, like he would pick Michelle, but right. he's Tyler Cameron's best friend. And I think he wants to continue living in how, New York being an influencer. How old is Matt? Amazing question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 29. I don't know. I'm making that up. That sounds right. That's what I was going to say, too. So I think that's in the ballpark. Like, I don't think he's quite 30 yet, but like late 20s. <laughs> that sounds reasonable based on looking at him. <laughs> I'll Google it in a second. I went back and forth about whether I liked the um, the teacher thing, but again, a selfish, I'm going to talk about myself again. Um, again, another date that was triggering for me because I was like, this is cute, but obviously I'm sitting there going, what would my student say about me? It would not be anything this nice. It would be like, has Miss McNaught um, said anything crazy to you yet? Like, that's what, that's what my kids would end up with. So her kids were really sweet. And whoever told them to say those things did a good job. Well, I have a question for you as a teacher. What is going on here? Because like, was she literally their teacher for half a year and then stopped being their teacher to go on The Bachelor? Or wait, actually, now that I think about it, The Bachelor films like September through, right, like they wrap right before Thanksgiving. So did she have a couple weeks with these kids and then like left? And that like, I don't get how she has the relationship that she supposedly has with these students. Cause she clearly left. Like, my assumption. Yeah. My assumption is that she's not teaching this year because I find me a school district that would say, yeah, you want to like take three months off. Sure. I can't even take more than two days off in a row. Yeah. Um, I can't tack a day off on a holiday weekend. Like you, it doesn't work like that. Um, so I, my guess from watching what I kind of thought was they reached out to all of her former students or families that she had good relationships with and were like, do you want yeah. your kid to come on this thing? So that I would say looking at that group, it might not have been her class, but it could have been all kids that she formerly taught. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, that's what, I thought it was like previous students because I did think there was a couple that looked older than the other ones. Yeah. Like the, the last girl that talked, Elise. <gasps> she was uh, so wise, Elise. Yeah, but she she did look like she was three years older than the rest of the children. Yeah. So that was kind of what I figured had happened there. But it was really cute. I teared up. Yeah. Obviously. Of course, of course. We love teacher appreciation. <laughs> Especially on ABC. <laughs> Especially anywhere. Anywhere where someone's willing to appreciate us, we will take it because most of the world, not so much. Oh my God. I appreciate you. Thank you. Same. Jack, Jackie, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on um, from me back to Michelle. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Truly chaotic. Um, uh, at the end, I think you might have saw I had a wild reaction. Um, I literally wrote down, Michelle s- s- can say that she is falling in love with Matt. Connor's face. That's what I wrote. Okay, because I I wrote down, is this normal? But uh, obviously after watching the episode, I was like, okay, they love the phrase, I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And also he didn't say anything. He just kissed her. And then like in her talking head, it was like, I, I'm so glad I told him he <laughs> smiled and that's what I was looking for it's like you were looking for someone to smile at you <laughs> you said I'm falling in love with you and that's what I was like I, I thought it was gonna be like she was gonna be like I can't believe you didn't say it back and she 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 wasn't sad about that so that's why I was then I kind of realized that this is normal that he doesn't say anything <laughs> Yeah, normally if the lead says they are in love with someone, it's like controversial. Like we've had sometimes when it gets to the end, they'll say it to two people or maybe just one and then it's a clear giveaway. But they love to say falling as like a weird cop out. But correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if Matt has said he's falling for anyone yet to them. He told Rachel like three weeks ago that he was falling in love with her, unfortunately. And she has said she loves him. I don't know if she's told him that, but she says that in her interviews that she's in love with him. She's the only one that has said she's in love with him. It's funny because it, you really do need to get into the semantics of it because the, it, it is a weird hierarchy of the language that they use on the show. Yeah. Like falling in love means like, I'm really into you. And like, I could be into getting engaged. It's just, they all have a different level of meaning. And at the end when of the I- day, are any of them really in love with him ever? Well, absolutely not. So. Right. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that the, well, we can get into Rachel's date in a second, but the only date where they even discussed, like, oh, asking the dad's permission, because I had wrote in my notes when the Michelle thing was happening, I was like, oh, I guess they're, like, nixing the whole asking the dad's permission thing, because that's usually a classic hometown thing is the bachelor asks every single girl's dad for permission to marry them if he wants to. And I was like, oh, maybe we're actually doing away with that because the past like three bachelors at this point have not actually gotten engaged. So maybe they were stopped. But then that he started to have that conversation with Rachel after the fact. So I, I thought that was also telling. And the, I, I do miss though. I love when the dads are like, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> call me when you're not asking three other dads this. Like, I, I will say I couldn't stop giggling at every single visit to the family. It was like, okay, we walk in, we say hello. Then one of the parents takes him out to the fire and says, well, what about these three other girls? And then he reassures <laughs> them that it's, I'm actually only thinking about your daughter. You basically just summarize the entire episode. <laughs> and every episode of this kind since the beginning of time. Yeah, like the show in general is incredibly formulaic, but hometown specifically is like... There's a routine. There is. All right, let's dive into Rachel's date. Rachel. Oh, boy. What are our thoughts? This was crazy. This was awful. This, I can't, I I can't believe this. I I just can't believe her words. I just can't believe her words were, do you trust me? And he was like, yeah. And then, what, do I trust you? I'm going to push you out of a plane? What, that's what you say? That was just a crazy, like... Yeah, I just think it takes a special kind of insane person to come on The Bachelor and voluntarily go on the skydiving date. 
I get the girls that have gone kicking and screaming because this is their one-on-one date chance. But she said, of all the activities that I can do, let's skydive. I am not the kind of person that will ever understand that. I know there's people out there that they would be so into this date. So I want to ask, where does everyone stand? Is skydiving something you're interested in? Do you think it's something you could ever be convinced to do? I do not ever. I I don't want to go to skydiving ever. It's not something I have the desire to do. If someone said, hey, want to go skydiving? I'd say probably not. I'll see you later. But if I was- If I was on this show and as swept up in it as I'm sure everybody gets, and I was like, ha- like kind of into The Bachelor and like they were pressuring me and it was my one-on-one date, I think I could be convinced, even though I adamantly don't want to. In like my normal state of mind now, I'm like, I adamantly do not want to go skydiving, but I think I could get swept up in The Bachelor I don't know. What, what do you even call that? Like a haze where everyone thinks irrationally because you like haven't slept or eaten or like seen a family member in, in six weeks. I think that could get me to jump out of a plane. Totally makes sense. Connor, where do you stand? I am anti-skydiving. I would, <laughs> I would never do it. I, if someone asked me to go skydiving, I would be like, okay, our friendship ends now. Um, I'm I'm terrified of heights. I, <laughs> I'm like absolutely terrified of heights. Like, I what I know what story you're going to tell. I, you know what story I'm gonna tell. I have such a good story. It's gonna take two seconds about me and Connor. So in our senior year of high school, we went on some sort of class trip and like on the way back. So it was the class trip. It was a choir thing. And then after we went to an amusement park for like one day on the way back to school and Connor and I, and a bunch of our other friends, like everyone was going on the roller coaster and Connor was like, no, I hate this. I don't want to go. I was like, no, Connor, you have to, everyone's going. So he's like, okay, fine. So we're sitting in, we're sitting in the seats. We're like ticking up to the roller coaster. And in that time, Connor said that our entire friendship was a mistake. And like, he absolutely regretted being friends with me so yeah that's how connor feels about heights i don't like heights and i was yeah but you survived the roller coaster and after you wasn't that bad i i don't know if i said that (laughs) i I don't know if you did either honestly i just i hate i hate heights so much like sometimes if i look up at something that's like high and i'm on the ground i'll get anxiety just like looking at something that's high in the sky I also hate I also hate heights. The way I describe my skydiving problem to people because every I feel like I've had this conversation a lot of times and people will be like, "Well, you never know. You might change your mind." No. I will never change my mind about skydiving because I understand that the adrenaline rush is probably amazing, but to me, the fear and anxiety leading up to the adrenaline rush is not worth it. Like the cost is not worth it. I do the same thing with roller coasters. If my fear of the roller coaster, because I'll go on some, but I have very stringent rules on what kinds I'll go on. If the fear is going to outweigh the fun, then I'm not going to do it. Like just watching their date, I even talking about it now, I have butterflies in my stomach. I'm like nervous discussing the idea of jumping out of an airplane. Yeah, it's it's not fun. (laughs) From my experience, it was like not really a good (laughs) stuff. Yeah, on that one roller coaster at Bush Gardens. Never again. It, you know what? But our friendship prevailed, so. Thank goodness, yeah. guys. It's okay. <laughs> it touch and go there for, for, for 30 seconds. <laughs> it was at Dorney Park. <laughs> um, the thing with Rachel's date, though, is like, 
I can't tell if it's my own bias in that, like, now I think she wins based on everything that has gone on and what the franchise has kind of done to protect her. I think she wins, but I can't tell if it's me thinking that or the way they're editing it to really push this love story or if it's, like, actually what's happening right now. But to me, it's, like, so incredibly clear that he likes her so much more than everyone else or at least that's how they're showing it you know what I mean but I can't tell what is actually happening whether it's I just think it that because I think she wins or if they're editing it that way or if it's really true I completely agree with you when he talks to the other women I feel like he's reading off a script when he, Mm -hmm. he talks to Rachel it seems like he's actually speaking what's on his mind which is upsetting because looking at the big picture I think that Brie or Michelle would be just better matches for him. We know, I know how his relationship with Rachel is going to play out. She's, even if you take all of the drama and all of her racist behavior out of it, she's still too young and too immature. And this was never going to last. Although I guess she's like 23. Oh, really? I didn't realize that is pretty young. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why everybody has been making such a big deal, not to go back into the photos and all that, but that's why when people are coming out and trying to defend her by saying, oh, it was in college, like college for her was two years ago. Like it it wasn't like a long time ago. It was a couple of years ago. So that's what people I think don't realize about her. I'm pretty sure she's 23. Watch. I will Google when I Google that. (laughs) Just Google everybody's age. I was really, I think the thing I was most blown away about um, other than, the fact that they seem to be the only, she seems to be the only one that Matt likes. Um, how was she doing in the moments while falling from the sky? Did anyone else notice that? She was-, she was fine. This is what I can't understand. She, she was not nervous, didn't bat an eye. She's like floating down from the sky doing was- in the, in, in the moment she interviews. Giving, yeah, she's giving like interview quotes. Like, Matt yesterday said he was falling for me. I guess he really is falling for me. How? I would be pooping on myself. I just don't, I, I just can't understand. That's what I spent most of the date focused on was just trying to understand how human beings can throw themselves out of airplanes. So I, that was distracting to me. <laughs> it is confusing. It is. Um, and then, um, I, go ahead, Connor. I, I just love that right before they the whole plane accident happened, I guess, um, they had that quote of Matt being like, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The editing was... I, love that. I still don't know if I think that she got really badly hurt. I think the music was really amped up for that moment. Um, oh. But kind of my, I guess my takeaway from this date is, so in order to get trap a man, you have to put yourself in a near-death experience and then he will realize how much he loves you. That seems to be... I think honestly, yeah, because there's something about experiencing like an adrenaline rush like that together that tricks you into thinking that you love someone more than you do, which is why The Bachelor always has a skydiving date every single season like that's part of the formula so yeah you do need to have a near-death experience to be in love okay i'll try to schedule one i don't know what i want to go with but i'll, I'll think it over <laughs> yeah because it obviously can't involve heights so like what would you do i don't know i want to say like bear attack maybe oh i, I was gonna say like drink something poisonous but then have to like call 911 to get it pumped out of your stomach fast enough oh that could be cool Bear attack like sounds really scary. I know. I just felt like that was the most realistic for my life. 
What? No? Erin is really <laughs> woodsy now. She likes the outdoors, in case you haven't heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Camping. I'm pretty convinced it'll be a bear or a serial killer that takes me out. That's That'll be it for me. Wow. No? Well, okay, cut that part out. I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> Knocking on wood. <laughs> Make up the title of the episode. Will Aaron die from a bear attack or a serial killer? <laughs> Tune in to find out. I think, honestly, bear, if I had to vote on the two. Thank you. Okay. No problem. Wow. I guess my vote is for Bear, too, because I just, I don't think I want to vote for you getting killed by a serial killer. <laughs> to be honest, I think the serial killer, as long as he doesn't kidnap me, could be less painful. Eh. No? I mean, it depends on his method. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, we want to get into that. Sometimes I try to make this a true crime podcast. I do it pretty much every other week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else about Rachel? Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Also, guys- think about her family. I forgot that that was part of the date. <laughs> Any thoughts on Rachel's family? I have no thoughts on it. I also have no thoughts. (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, I also didn't have thoughts. They were so They were just like very, it was very normal. They didn't do anything. Dad gave classic speech of you're dating three by the fire. Moving on to Brie. Brie. Oh yeah, I forgot about what her actual date was even through the course of watching the show and then starting this podcast. So I... Okay, we literally you, reminded you like for 20 minutes ago. No, I know. That's what I'm saying is you guys had to remind me. And so this is when I stopped paying attention to the episode. Sorry, Brie. It's nothing against Brie. I just, I don't know her. I know nothing about her. I also tuned out for a lot of her, for her date, but I, I did like her mom. Wait, speaking of her mom, did you catch the fact that that baby is her sister? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I was confused about that. Well, so I was trying to do some calculations. I'm like, how young would her mom have to have had her to now be at an age where she's like having another baby? So I'm thinking maybe like her mom was like 17, 18. Like if Bree's in her 20s she ha- and her mom has her like under the age of 20, then she's like 40 something now. Yeah, I, I think that's I right because they- I, I think they talked about it on her first date. It's just been so long that I forget the details. Yeah, I wish they refreshed us on that or just talked about it more. I think it could be an interesting story if her mother did have her really young. Like, what was that like? Um, my understanding is her dad's not really in the picture. What What's what's up with that? I, that's what I'm saying is, like, I I feel like they're actively not giving us information about Brie. Like, she seems great. I know nothing about her. So how do I, how am I supposed to care, people? That's a good point because, not not to jump around again, but – Michelle's parents were talking about that thing that happened two years ago, like some traumatic or bad breakup or something. And we, this is the first we're hearing of it. I do, I do feel like they are not really giving us much information about any of them. And maybe that plays into the whole narrative that they're really trying to push Rachel on us and like not giving any of the, giving us a chance to even like any of the other girls. That's kind of how I feel right now. Yeah, it's not that I don't like them. I'm just not interested. And normally by now, I would be a lot more invested. Yeah. Like just thinking to, (laughs) Jesus, just thinking to um, Tasha's season, we were obsessed with it. We were like obsessed with them. Well, I loved Bree's mom and she has an amazing coat. So that has to count for something here. (laughs) That definitely does. I really liked her. A lot of people on Twitter were saying that she was saying amazing things and I regretted not paying closer attention. (laughs) I think she was saying amazing things. 
Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter were also saying her skincare routine routine seems pretty great, and they were wondering what that was. So, oh my God, Bree's mom dropped the skincare routine. Please. <laughs> also, when they came, when they walked into the family's house or wherever they were walking into, Matt was carrying a giant bunny. Um, and so I think <laughs> some things were skipped over or a scene was cut out. It kind of wasn't explained to us how he got this giant bunny, but it was it was big. It was like the size of Brie. Immediate and... reaction to the giant bunny was, um, this is what Lisa Rinna should have given Kim Richards. Oh my God, yes. I cannot uncouple bunnies and stuffed bunny rabbits from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I just... Oh, of course you can't. They're forever tied together they're tied together so he's bringing this giant bunny and my brain immediately goes to i wonder what lisa rinna would say about this (laughs) (laughs) i I don't watch that show so i don't know know what's happening just cut that part out too (laughs) no it's time we'll keep it in the whole episode just cut me out of the whole thing it's like just me and connor having like a broken conversation (laughs) that sounds perfect All right, I guess we got to get into Serena. Around this point, I said this episode's boring, and then she really cheered mm-hmm. me up with Canada, but you all did not like that. I hated the Canada. I'm actually going to take it a step further and say I actually hated the Canada date. Wow. Sorry. I just, I don't think, does no one feel that she's trying to make Canada her personality? I think I don't it think was- they're allowed to have a personality. Yeah, None of them have true. a personality. I know. In my mind, was like this is her hometown and this is the hometown day so she's talking about her hometown yeah i agree because michelle even the teacher thing teaching is not a i'm sorry teaching is not a personality a lot of people try to make it into a personality but it is not a personality it is a profession right skydiving is not a personality no i know but i feel like usually when they go to hometowns they do something that shows you something in their life slash town you know yeah, and that's exactly what she did. She said, "Look at all the food we eat in Canada. Look at the look at the cheese yeah. curds." She literally pointed to her town on a map. <laughs> Nobody else did that. <laughs> okay, when we're done with this part of the conversation, I do think we should rank the dates. I think that could be funny. Okay. Yeah, that is fun. Okay, um, but overall, other than the Canada thing, what did you think about Serena and Matt? I said Serena dash dash pretty boring date. <laughs> that was my dash, note. Dash. <laughs> Um, mine was that I knew she was going to go home after the first commercial break between their date I said to Aaron oh she's this girl's the one going home without a doubt yeah which we kind of thought last week too because she's consistently just not been that into him I I was just gonna say she clearly doesn't love or she wasn't falling for him like when her friend asked um like do you love him and she was like he's checks every box it's like on paper he's good (laughs) yeah goodbye that's not a good sign well i feel like that was the case with them from like the very beginning like there was always something missing and i feel like matt was always constantly trying to force it and like he even didn't yeah she got two one-on-one dates right because i think he's like he i think also maybe really likes her on paper and is like trying to find like all right let's bond let's bond and you know, sometimes people just don't click. And that's yes. on astrology. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's true. <laughs> um, All right. Like, well, give me their signs and I can tell you that that's probably why wow. that's happening. I don't even know that much about astrology. I just have decided to believe in it because I've noticed that 
all of my friends are the same, like three signs. That means something. What are the signs that your friends are? <laughs> You're the only one that's a cancer. I was going to say nobody's. <laughs> I have a lot of Leo friends, a lot of Libras, Sagittarius. Those are the main ones. Um, but yeah, Aries and Libra tend to click. Yeah, yeah we're the worst sign. It's fine. Um, it's literally the worst sign. I don't know that too much about it either to confirm or deny that. Yeah. Basically, the being a cancer means you cry all the time, okay. which is not untrue. <laughs> right. Got it. <laughs> but it's like I, I already knew that I didn't need I didn't need my horoscope to tell me that every day. Yeah, but do you know yeah. your rising and your moon? Because I think that's also a very important part. I do, but I constantly mix them up and forget what they are. So oh, I'm a rising, have- I'm a rising Sag and my moon is in Gemini and I'm a Libra. You're That's rising. Insane. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know those two ones about you. Yeah, I'm a, well, I'm a rising Capricorn and a Scorpio moon. Oh, uh, Scorpio. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means. Carrie said the same thing the Pisces other day. Gemini. She was like, you have, you have to have Scorpio in you. I'm like, means I'm kind yeah. of evil. But I do, I, I always, I feel like I do say that to people like, oh, you have to have this in you. And I don't know what anything means. I don't, but. Yeah. That's the extent of my knowledge, but maybe we should start an astrology podcast. <laughs> yeah, spinoff. <laughs> this, this podcast is going to have seven spinoffs. Yeah, it is. A crime podcast, <laughs> a astrology spinoff. A Real Housewives spinoff. I, Real yeah. Housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tune in for all the podcasts. So basically, Serena doesn't like Matt. Do we really think that Matt really tried to act like he was upset that Serena was leaving? And the best part (laughs) to me was when they filmed it to make it look like she had kicked him off her show and he had to get in a car and drive away. That was an amazing move. (laughs) I did like that. I enjoyed that. But But I don't think Matt actually cared. Sorry, no, yeah, no, I'm I sorry. don't think that that's, he cared either. Yeah, that's what I, my question was like, okay, so then who were you going to send home? If it wasn't Serena, like what, <laughs> which of the other three were you going to send home that night and keep Serena? Like, I don't right. think it was going to happen. Yeah, I think he just, it was a poor acting job. Serena was or going home anyways. Maybe he was upset that she technically broke up with him and he didn't get to do the breaking up. Maybe. Overall, I think this episode really lacked drama. So that's, I think in an, if there was other drama in the episode, it would have been a normal rose ceremony. He would have sent Serena home. I'm sure she thought she was being sent home. Oh, and so then maybe she wanted to. I feel like the producers w- looked at their storyboard and said, mm, this is a boring episode. We got to do something. And yeah. We need someone to self-eliminate. Yeah, that's what they did. All right, let's rank the dates. <laughs> okay, but ranking based on Wait. what? Oh, Wait, sorry, can I say one more? Th- yeah, say, one say more a million thing about- things. Yeah. This is like, this is kind of going back to Brie, but I just, I had a note on here that I forgot to read. Uh, <laughs> but, but I, okay, I thought with Brie that when they were having that moment where they were met, went away with someone and they were either like talking to their friend or whatever, and like the friend or mom asked them, like, do you love him or like, how do you feel? Hers seemed the most genuine. Like, she was like, I'm terrified. Like, I love him so much. And I think that seems like the most real, like, to be scared about how much. Yeah. You 
like the rest of them were like Rachel was like there's no red flags here it's like okay, this whole show was actually a red flag Rachel but, <laughs> um, like all of them like seemed like so calm about what was going on and she was like the only one that seemed like really nervous and scared and that's what love is that's a great point I agree I've been in love in my life <laughs> But I imagine I would be terrified. (laughs) What are we ranking the dates based on? Like entertainment value or like, like good representativeness of what they are like at home? Just what date did you like the best, the second best, the third best, and the least? It could be any factors and you are welcome to explain your rankings. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, because I haven't ranked yet, so I was hoping someone would step in. Okay, I haven't either. I was just kind of said it, and I was going to do it on the spot. Love it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think my favorite was, I know I said in the beginning of the episode that Brie was my favorite, but I'm actually going to change that, and that's okay. Um, I think my favorite is Michelle, um, and then Brie, and then Serena, and then Rachel. Um, I don't feel comfortable putting Rachel anywhere but last place. That, well, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, are you putting <laughs> Rachel there because you actually didn't like her date or just the principle of supporting her in any way? <laughs> um, it's a little bit of that. And it's also a little bit of, I also, I hate skydiving. I, it's, it's always going to be an awful date for me, no matter who it is. So I think that's my rankings. Okay. I'll go next. Um, I will also put Michelle's first because I really think that what she picked to do was perfectly representative of what a home date should be, in my opinion. Um, there was there was like something that showed about you and what your life is like outside of this bubble. And then you have like a nice family moment. There's a little like some tears. There's some little like, ah, I'm falling in love, blah. But, you know, just like the classic... It was a very, like, classic Bachelor hometown date. Um, I, I also feel weird about ranking Rachel at all, but I do think that I was most curious about her hometown date because I, based on the things that we have heard about her, I wanted to see what her family was like and kind of how they would interact with Matt, if we would get any sort of, like, vibe or something that felt kind of off unfortunately they didn't get anything really at all in the family portion it was just kind of like truly nothing like i couldn't tell you anything about the people in her family it was like very much cookie cutter then i put brie i feel bad i would almost rank rachel and brie's like tied because i think there was like Brie had a better date at the end. I liked learning about her family and seeing that whole dynamic. I liked seeing her mom, but I didn't like her actual date part. And then ugh, Serena and Canada is last. I feel like okay. I rambled a lot of that, yeah. but you hate Canada. That's okay. We asked for your thoughts. You can ramble. You can ramble. That's the whole point of a podcast. You just ramble on. Well, I'll just edit out <laughs> the parts that sounded stupid. So it's fine. Jackie, nothing that has come out of your mouth has sounded stupid ever in your life. (laughs) Okay. In my entire life. (laughs) Thank you, Connor. Thank you so much. What a supportive friend. That's why I'm here. Um, Number one, best date, Serena and Canada. 
What? I thought you were going to say Michelle. You're, no. You, uh, okay. I enjoyed Do, watching say whatever Serena. You want. <laughs> I enjoyed watching Serena's date the best. And also, it was the only date that taught me anything about who Matt likes and does not like because he clearly does not really like Serena and she didn't like him. True. So we learned about Matt's interests. Um, number two, Michelle. I think that Michelle is too good for Matt James personally. Uh, I, yeah. Her family seemed really sweet. Um, I liked her. I liked the date part. Brie, I would say third only because I just don't know enough about her. And I was bored and I didn't want to be bored, but I was. And then Rachel is last, not just because it's Rachel, but because the skydiving stressed me out so much. It was stressful to watch. And that's my ranking. I really, th- yeah, I really thought someone was going to be a little bit hurt from that. I was kind of, I mean, I shouldn't have been so stupid to expect that they would, they would preview something and then, oh my God, shockingly it wouldn't happen. But you know, come on, come on. All right. Anybody else have any other really hot takes or thoughts about this episode? Are we ready for Rose and Thorn? Um, no. <laughs> no. There's only so much you can say about this oh, episode. I think I just found funny was when Serena was breaking up with Matt. Um, Matt kept saying, this stinks. This stinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I, I don't know. That's the episode title that. right there. <laughs> this stinks. <laughs> stinks. Gosh uh, darn it. Oh, Dag nabbit. Like. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. No. All right, so Connor, on this podcast, we do a rose and thorn, as you know. Um, yeah. So you are welcome to go first, or Jackie or I can go first. I can guarantee that Jackie does not know who she's giving her rose or thorn to. Nor, neither do I yet. So. Okay. Can no rush. I go last? Is it okay yeah. if I go last? Yeah, you can go last. I need to okay. think about mine, but we can we can pause and take a moment to think. I can edit that out. I feel like my thorn is going to be someone else's thorn. I'm like, should I have a backup thorn? I don't think your thorn is going to be my thorn. The thorn is the one I can't, I know who I want to give my rose to. Okay, fine. Then I won't have a backup thorn. (laughs) I'll say it first. Well, why don't you, yeah, why don't you go first? (laughs) Um, Okay. My, shoot. Wait, what was my rose? (laughs) No, I had such a good one. Oh, wait, yes. My rose is going to Bree's mom. I think she's really going to have a moment on the internet in the next 24 hours um, with her glowing skin and her wise words. I think she's about to have a little 15 minutes of fame. And I love that for her. Um, And then my thorn is going to skydiving as a general activity. Was that your (laughs) thorn, Connor? I oh, thought that was going to be both of your thorns. Like, do well, you think it kind of was, so unique but... and original? <laughs> it, that was kind of my thorn. But do you mind if I go next, Erin? Not at all. Go ahead. I'll just kind of build off that. Um, well, my rose is going to go to um, Michelle's student, Elise, um, who really, she had such wise words to say and spoke so clearly on national television. Um, and that's incredible. Um, my thorn, um, kind of playing off of Jackie's, is actually going to go to Leonardo da Vinci, who is most commonly credited for inventing skydiving. 
Um, so I think he deserves <laughs> a lot of thorns for sort of bringing that into our life. And How did Leonardo da Vinci much. invent skydiving when planes so, were invented? You know, I don't actually know. I <laughs> okay. kind of Googled, kind of Googled <laughs> who invented skydiving and Google told me Leonardo da Vinci. As far back I have as so history. many questions about this. <laughs> it said like, as how? far back. <laughs> okay, listen, let me read what? Google to you. Okay. It says as far back in history as 1483. <laughs> yeah, but like, what did Which people jump think? out of? Like a building? Well, you can skydive off a cliff. Like, people yeah, have jumped I off guess. cliffs with, like, um, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, this is all not true. <laughs> It is okay. It's true. People believe the first thing that pops up on Google. <laughs> Who invented skydiving? They don't know. Right. So, um, <laughs> that's who my thorn is. And so now, kind of, Google is saying <laughs> that Andre Jacques Jernain, Jernain was um, the first person to uh, skydive in 1797 in Paris. So, okay. so that there's guy. a there's a lot there's a lot of people to blame here. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Da Vinci just said, "Here's an idea," but he didn't do it. Da Vinci, yeah, he probably just drew a picture of it. Da Vinci's greatest sort of thing to um, culture was jumping off things. Okay, got it. Nobody <laughs> thought of it before that. <laughs> and he also never <laughs> thought of anything else. <laughs> right. Wow. Lisa, who? <laughs> That is an amazing, um, that was an amazing Rose and Thorn Hunter. To be honest, that's kind of hard to follow. So, and my thorn was also going to be skydiving related, but I truly can't top that. So instead I will be giving out two roses this evening. Ooh. Drama. Okay. My first rose is going to go to whatever producer stuck Matt in a car and had him do an exit interview on his own season. I just <laughs> loved it. Uh, it was such a nice moment. And then my other rose is going to go to whatever other producer or person on the show um, locked in that Peloton ad placement. I love seeing a Peloton every time I turn on The Bachelor because I too love Peloton and it makes me feel like one day I'll be as fit as Matt James. Even though yeah, I you will. never do that. This is That's a Peloton family. Yeah, we love Peloton in this household. And by this household, I mean like this Zoom session. Because <laughs> we don't have one. I don't one have in a my Peloton. House. Me neither. I just use my friends. Oh. And I'm still obsessed. Mine's coming on Friday. Yay, we can't wait. Wow. Exciting. Yeah. Connor yeah. and I are going to ride together all the time. He's going to get annoyed uh, at how many times I invite him because now I can schedule things and invite you and then it'll put on your calendar. So. Oh, amazing. Wait, yeah, that's if, so any, if any listeners out there, Peloton users, my name is Connor McGrath on the app. Definitely add me and we can work out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We love, that. we love that product placement. Um, Connor, you should also tell the people where they will be able to listen to you as a full-time podcaster. Oh, yeah, definitely um, keep your eyes out for uh, my new podcast coming out with um, fellow LA comedian Alex Leeming. We'll be diving into all things Miss Taylor Allison Swift and her new re-records that are coming out. So definitely tune in. I feel like there's a lot of crossover between people who watch The Bachelor and people who listen to Taylor Swift. Yes, there is. It's actually almost a perfect circle, I think. It, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs>
um yeah so hopefully yay exciting and where can people find you on the tickerty talker uh, <laughs> yeah you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at connor e mcgrath um yeah definitely check all of those out like all of my tiktoks copy did you change wait did you change your handles again i thought you were connor more no what that was never mind <laughs> that was never mind <laughs> and it's oh, no it's spelled connor like with an e and that's what you did Cause my, yeah because his middle my, name my middle name <laughs> the whole time i thought you did it for the album <laughs> like i thought that you did that for the album i thought you were like doing a, a like a solidarity but, with everlore evermore <laughs> no i can't even remember the name of it <laughs> Um, no, I just wanted um, <laughs> my full name as my, as my handle. It had nothing to do with the album Evermore, unfortunately. Well, it does now, because that's why I told everybody, so. <laughs> Who's everybody? <laughs> that's what was in the press release. <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like I have said it out loud before. I don't know who it was to, but I have said it out loud. Okay, well. It's Connor E. McGrath, and it has nothing to do with Evermore. It's Connor <laughs> McGrath. <laughs> oh my Cut that part gosh. out, too. Just cut it out. No, no, no this no, is no, good no, content. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? People will remember where to find you now, since we've talked about it at length. I know. <laughs> I say it 12 more times. <laughs> and that's Connor E. McGrath. <laughs> One N, everybody. One N. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. C O N O R E M C G R A T H at in the prep. Hence why I ended up with Connor. But yeah, I guess it can be confusing if you don't know that my middle name is actually Ellis, like Ellis Island. The thing is, I really did know that. I, but I just, my middle name starts with an E too. I just didn't think of it. Well, you know what? You changed it when the album came out. That was the par- problem, was the timing for me. I, I guess, yeah, it could have been confusing, yeah. It was confusing. <laughs> so just next time, <laughs> let people know, okay? I just, I wanted the same name across all platforms. I, yeah, I totally support that. I don't do that, but I support that for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much <laughs> for getting to listen to Bachelor Blab. <laughs> Follow at Bachelor Blab. I'm trying to get better at posting because I got Canva. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Follow Aaron's reading account at McNaught Reading, another famous Instagram that uses Canva. Amazing. And I do love Canva. Yeah. I'm still not that Canva. good at it, but that's okay. Hey, don't say that. You're learning. I'm learning. <sighs> Yeah. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a work in progress. We all wow. are. Oh my god. I'm ready. All right, so me. we'll see you guys next week for <laughs> fantasy suites. Oh, oh. And hopefully there will be no skydiving. Yeah, but who knows, honestly. Um, Bye. Bye. <laughs>